Hello, and welcome to In the Harbor Podcast with Jacob, Joel, and Stenman. Yeah, uh, how's it going, guys? Welcome back. Another episode. Yo, what's up? Yeah, this is uh, our fourth one, right? Yeah, fourth one now. Four. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, today is going to be a little bit of a shorter one, I think. Um, I have a question <clears throat> that I want to talk about with you guys, and um, it's focused around our experiences, our different experiences um, in high school and even elementary. We can maybe talk about that too, but. Um, each of us had vastly different experiences, right, in high school. Um, very different. Yeah, I went to public high school. I think Stebbin did online, kind of homeschool, uh, yeah. more online. Um, and Jacob went to a private yeah, high Christian school. high school. So we all kind of went to vastly different high schools. So Yeah, and I, I just wanted to talk about today, like, how did that impact us? Um, what were those experiences like? And, you know, how did they affect... Um, each of us differently in how do they affect other students, you know? Um, is there kind of a, a better model for, you know, a high school experience? That kind of thing. I just want to have the conversation today and see see if we can kind of just learn some stuff about um, how experiences impact us, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it would be cool to just start out with um, each of us just talking about our experiences, giving some background and I don't know um Joel or Simon you want to start yeah absolutely so um growing up honestly I I'd been homeschooled really through uh you know pre-k all the way up through about sixth grade and um my mom just taught a school from home and everything and um then I hit about sixth seventh grade and I did actually go to private school there was a private school in town um, went there for about three years, two and a half years. But, uh, once I finished eighth grade, the high school program shut down. Uh, they didn't have like enough kids or, uh, I think it was a lot of financial trouble to, to just keep up the high school. Um, so that part shut down. Uh, and then I really, the only other option was to either go back to homeschooling or to do public schooling. Um, but the public school in my town is just like has a really bad reputation for their academics and just the kids that go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my parents and myself wanted to, uh, you know, for me to have a better and more uh, deep like foundation to my academic uh, success. So I ended up uh, really applying for an online um, university that was also private Christian. Um, and it was very classical. So it had a lot of like the original classics that they incorporated into everything, which wasn't really my thing. Um, it's kind (laughs) of tough, but, uh, it did help me with a lot of like, you know, just learning how to think, how to reason. Um, and they did a good job at like incorporating Christ into your learning experience and, um, and just, you know, teaching you logic and how to reason well as a believer. Um, so I really did have a solid foundation with that. Um, cause along with that, at the same time, I could still play sports. Like I played, uh, basketball and football at the public school. So I still had that experience there. Um, but I was getting more of a deeper academic learning from that online school. So that was good. Sweet. Yeah. Um, just really quick. So did you have like, <clears throat> personal interaction at all with your teachers during that experience or was that mainly just like you get 
online stuff, you complete assignments and turn it in and get grades back. How is that kind of structured? Yeah, so I did. Um, you would have live classes, basically just like Zoom, um, okay. every class period. And it was set up uh, so kind of just like a normal school. You have your class times and uh, you have a whole schedule that's live. Um, and you still have assignments to turn in. But it'd be kind of like at CCU, like we use Blackboard, right? Other schools use Canvas. We used Canvas. So it's just like a that online system you could submit assignments to. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and the teachers are, yeah, so you could, and you can interact like with your other classmates, you know, in the classroom um, and your teacher as well. And like, they're very, very helpful if you had to email them for anything. Um, I will say though that it put a huge damper on like how well I study now, even in college. Um, cause you can get away with really not studying that well and, and still doing pretty good just because mm. of the online situation. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it. Um, and that was tough. Like I, I wish I had had a more, um, I guess like surround experience and just like a better experience in high school at like learning how to study, you know, because that was something they didn't really teach you. They just kind of expect you to know it. And I didn't, I, (laughs) I struggle with that to this day. Um, uh, and of course, like the social aspect of it was tough too, right? Like I still For got sure. that from the friends I had in town and the, uh, the athletes that I would play with on sports teams, but it's not the same. Uh, and it created in a lot of ways, a really unhealthy environment for me too. Um, just cause like you're stuck in your house, right? On your laptop for extended hours a day in classes. But then after classes, you still have homework assignments. So I was on my laptop like all day and it's kind of depressing <laughs> like after a while yeah and that was even before like any of the covid stuff right when we all went on zoom too so yeah that's crazy it was that's... before covid but then like when covid hit all my friends were freaking out and they're like oh my goodness like i have to be on zoom now and i'm doing classes at home and i'm like oh, i'm already <laughs> that's, that's used normal to that. life yeah <laughs> yeah i don't get school off like anybody yeah. else did but yeah yeah that was normal for me <laughs> all right cool yeah joel you want to talk about your experience yeah, I did not go to online school. I was in public school all throughout elementary until high school. So, um, yeah, it was just normal school, I guess you could say. I didn't have any, like, Christian influence. It was just kind of a public school place, you know. You go to school, kind of like the normal thing you see on TV. And, I don't know, it wasn't really special or anything. It kind of was – it was different, in, at least in, in public school, because I had to – well, I was one of the only Christians in school, so it was a little hard mm-hmm. to express myself. Even though people knew I was a Christian, it was hard to express myself in high school. Um, just because there wasn't a Christian influence, there's a lot of secular um, influence there. But yeah, I, I'm really grateful I went to public school. Um, it shows me a lot of what other people are like and kind of how they work and how they function. So. Yeah, I don't think there's anything like special about the way I went to school. It just was public. So it's like normal, kind of nothing uh, too mm-hmm. out of the water. So. Yeah, yeah. But it, it was <coughs> it was different being the only person who thought a certain way at school. Because, you know, there was a lot of secular stuff. Um, a lot of, um, I don't know, homosexuality and stuff like that um, was really pushed. And it was really... Um, accepted there. I mean, I'm not, you know, as a Christian, obviously I don't agree with that, but it just was pushed on me. Like I didn't really care, but Mm -hmm. 
but it was right. just was pushed. So it was hard going to public school as a Christian because especially in a public school like that, where I lived in one of the most liberal counties in the, in the country um, or in the state of Colorado. And it kind of stuck, it kind of stunk. So, um, but um, I'm really grateful for a lot of the kind of the experiences that I've gotten from public school. So, yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. I want to jump in real quick and ask Joel. So Joel, like I would imagine, cause I got this a lot being, you know, being a Christian in a public school environment and with, you know, me being on the sports team, but also being a homeschooler, like I kind of had to like earn my respect among the team, you know, for them to not treat me differently. And I know that you were going to the public school full time, but did you get a lot of like, um, I guess not really hate, but did people look down on you for your Christianity a lot and like, you know, make fun of you for it and, or or were you kind of accepted and they just respected that you're a Christian? Yeah. How did that look for you? During like the sports teams, I was more accepted because I mean, obviously there was always the jokes like, oh, Joel wouldn't do this because he's a Christian. Oh, Joel wouldn't do that. Um, but I, I did I did kind of play into the secular worldview. I did, like, jump in and jokes and stuff, which I shouldn't have done in high school. But mm-hmm. I guess if I was more out in my faith a little better in high school, which I wish I was, I think I would have been more outcasted. But I wasn't because I wasn't as much. I wasn't as, what is the word, like, expressive of my faith, which I actually regret yeah. in high school. But no, it wasn't that bad. Um, I was one of the only Christians, though. Um, I mean, people would make jokes like, you know, if we were, if there were like drugs or whatever, which there were quite a bit. They're like, oh, Joel wouldn't do this, and it's like, of course I wouldn't. Like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, but it it wasn't that bad. So at least in sports now in school, school, I like I I should have spoke up a little more maybe, um, especially in my politics classes. I didn't like to raise my hand because I was like, I'm gonna get made fun of. Or I'm gonna like be outcasted. So I, mean, I don't really care what people believe as long as you really respect the way I see things. As long as you don't care the what I believe and you're gonna like listen. Mm-hmm. I guess don't care is the wrong word. I do care what people believe, but as long as you care enough to respect my position, then I'll be okay with it. I felt like I wasn't respected yeah. at all. Yeah. That's so that, that's what it was. Like, I, I mean, I felt like I respected everyone else's opinions, but um, especially when it was forcing you, when there was like, you know, um, gay flags in, 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 in the in classroom. So it was like, I mean, I have to be tolerant of that, but it wasn't very tolerant of me. So. No, for sure. Like, I know in my personal experience, I lose a lot of respect for <clears throat> other people who, you know, maybe I have different opinions, but don't respect my, my opinions and my thoughts on things. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an, an amount of like, <clears throat> if you respect my opinions and my thoughts, then I'm going to better respect yours. You know, there's just yep. a, an inherent kind of response there. Yeah. So course. I totally get that. Instead of just like squashing you and saying like, Hey, I, <laughs> it's my way or the highway and right, like, you're right. totally wrong. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. You should have an, <laughs> you should at least be able to like hear people out for what they have to say and listen to them first before you say like you should instead of just saying like i'm not gonna listen to you you're wrong you should at least be able to say i understand but i disagree yeah and then like you know there's more of a respect there i feel like yeah i think there's a jordan b peterson quote um where he says something along the lines of um expect um that whoever you're listening to knows something that you don't 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so like just going into any conversation with the perspective that maybe the person that you're talking with is going to have some insight that, that you don't, and there's something there that you can learn, which I think is super, super cool. Mm-hmm. But So what was your experience like, Jacob? Yeah. So I grew up <clears throat> in the Seventh-day Adventist church tradition. Um, and there was a big push. We have, um, a, a big system of schools, um, and education kind of centers. So, um, I grew up going to an SDA elementary school, private SDA elementary school, and then a private SDA high school. Um, and my high school experience, it was structured very similarly to other Christian, you know, private high schools where, um, you know, you took all the regular classes and then you had Bible classes added on to that, that you had to take every year. Um, and I, you know, I think there's a lot of, a lot of good to it. Um, there are also, you know, some negatives, but I really appreciated my experience. Um, there is a, a bigger push to have relationships between teachers and students. It was a, a lot smaller too, I should say. Um, I graduated with a class of, of about 60, mm. um, and the entire school had about 250, somewhere around there. So it, you know, pretty small school compared to like, um, what you experienced, Joel, I would imagine. Yeah. I graduated with like 560 people. So, yeah. and my school was like 15, 1600 maybe. Yeah. Which yeah. is about the same size as yeah, as it's, it's, CCU. It's, it's literally the exact same size as CCU or if, if bigger than CCU. Yeah. yeah. So that was, it definitely shaped my experience, right. Of having a smaller group of kids in half my class. I went to, I went to elementary school with, so it was, you know, one of those things I knew a lot of those kids from, you know, first grade. There was two or three friends that I had that I, I even went to preschool with and continued on with until I graduated. Um, and obviously, like, friend groups split up and all that kind of stuff. But it was, like, a, a strange, like, you're locked into this kind of friend group of people that you can't get away from, you know, which was an interesting dynamic. Um, so, yeah, I mean... There's definitely some secular stuff going on. It It's just natural to have that with high schoolers, right? Mm-hmm. So there was definitely drugs and alcohol um, present at the school, but it was kind of something that was pushed away and not talked about a lot. Um, and it was, it was easily hidden, <clears throat> you know? So um, I knew of the people that you know, smoked weed and vaped in the bathrooms and stuff. But <laughs> it was like, I, you know, um, I didn't really care. And it's not like I interacted with them too much anyway. Yeah. I would go to the bathroom. There'd be like puffs going up all around. Oh, me. I'd yeah, be like, dude, I'm clouds. just trying to go to the bathroom. Come <laughs> yeah, on now. Yeah. yeah. And it was, you know, I know of some high schools, some Christian high schools that did a really, really good job of, of figuring out people that were, you know, breaking those, you know, rules that the school has right the school i went to you were not allowed to to do drugs right you would be kicked off campus you'd be you know expelled if they knew that you were doing that and Mm -hmm. my school with a whole bunch of change in leadership over you know the last like five to ten years um we started losing funding we started getting you know poor leadership that stopped really caring about that because they were worried about losing students right and so there was no kind of um, draw to correct those things. It was kind of just let's let's kind of pretend we didn't see them, even though we know what's happening, right? Um, 
but you know we had chapels um every week and um you know it, it, there there was a decent amount of spiritual influence you know to to study the bible um we had bible classes and um uh, we had like campus ministries that would plan activities and stuff and me and uh, a friend of mine actually ended up leading uh, at least we tried to start a bible study group junior um year that was right before COVID hit um so there there was that element of you know i was a little bit more free to talk about my faith and mm-hmm. to to question and that kind of stuff so um yeah, I, it kind of leads into the the first thing I kind of want to discuss, which is like spiritual influence, you know, mm-hmm. um, with all of our different experiences, how did, you know, like, how did you guys grow? Do you feel like you grew spiritually? Do you feel like you were kind of, kind of hindered there or, um, or what are your thoughts on that? You know? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so like I said before, a lot of that was really challenging um, I personally was probably the most challenged in my faith, my freshman and sophomore year of high school. And a lot of that had to do with peer pressure. Um, so honestly, just like peer pressure to fit in, you know, and trying to find my niche. Um, and you know, when I was on the sports teams at the public school, it's probably like, a, it seems like most public school environments are just very similar across the board, you know? And I, you know, a lot of the guys, especially on the, like the football team or the basketball team would, um, you know, they'd be partying on the weekends and like vaping, smoking, drinking. Um, and I'm thankful that I like had the desire to stay away from that, but the pressure was definitely there that if you didn't partake in any of that, you would be rejected. Right. And that's, just what the culture did. And that's what, you know, it's like, oh, the cool guys, the athletic guys, like, you know, they smoke weed and see how much beer they can hold down. Yeah. Which is very different from my experience because it was the people who did that were in the minority. Right. Right. And it was very much like you had to kind of seek them out and join their, their group. It wasn't like, like you were going to be rejected if you um, didn't take part in that stuff, you know? Which is kind of interesting. They're like at your school, right? They probably would have been looked down on for doing that. Yeah. Instead yeah, of for the most encouraged. part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you were joining in, it was a secret thing, you know, like, uh-huh. like you didn't want other people to know that you were really doing that, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of similar to Stedman's, especially with the sports, you know, with the football team. I mean, there are parties every weekend. Mm-hmm. I never had gone. I never went to a party at all. Um, I, I mean, I could have. Um, that doesn't mean I ever fed in, I didn't feed into the, the secular culture that was being pushed. Um, you know, there was lots of like, t- just, I guess the main, main thing that I fed into were the talks. So say, you know, we're on the sideline where we're, we're, I, I played offense. So if defense was going and I wasn't on scout team, there's always conversations and they're always cool conversations, but sometimes I get a little weird. Um, and you know, people start like talking about women just talking about like degrading them and stuff like that. And, you know, Oh, I, I, you know, have sex with this person or do this and this. And it's like, it's hard to stay away from those conversations when it's always happening. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a constant struggle to be like, I'm not going to partake in that. Um, because that's just not the, in reality, what Christ calls us to be like, or what we as Christians should do. Um, and you know, there's always, you know, the vaping and stuff like that. Um, 
I, I remember my freshman year of high school, we had a bunch of people who were vaping on the on the baseball team, and it's like you guys are like huffing and puffing while we're conditioning, and I'm like 100, 100 pounds bigger than this dude. Um, freshman year, he was like 130. I was like 230. And he was huffing and puffing. I was going past him. And it's like, that's one of the biggest reasons because you're smoking and you're vaping on the weekend and you're drinking. It's because you're not taking care of your body. So there definitely was a constant struggle. And it was a constant struggle throughout high school to fit in. I just wanted to fit in. So I, I, I did play a big part um, in being secular at times. But I also did grow a lot in high school. And I learned a lot in high school, especially my senior year. I grew a lot in my relationship with Christ because I learned, you know, I don't need to feed into those secular things and I don't need to partake in those things to be a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm made new in Christ and that's all that matters. If these people hate me, that's yeah. okay. But it was yeah. hard. It was hard. Definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like junior and senior year, same for me. Like I definitely grew the most that year and I really had to come to terms with the fact that it's okay to be different. Right. And like, I had to reach a point where I was like, okay, it's cool to be different, you know? And like, well, that's what God calls us to, right? Is to be set apart. That's like the meaning of the word holy. Yeah. Uh, which is like, it seems like if we're going to be Christians, then that should be something that, you know, we're okay with. Yeah. Uh, totally. You know, being different. But yeah, sorry. No, absolutely. And it, um, it's extremely hard in those like developing years, you know? Um, when there is so much pressure just from the culture and from the influence that are around you constantly, like, uh, on who you become, right. And who you're known by. Um, and I, again, like, I'm so thankful that I never had like gained a bad reputation as like a partier cause I never went to parties or anything like that. And I was constantly dissed for it. But like, I think, you know, you are your five closest friends. So who you yeah. surround yourself yep. with is who you're going to become. Mm-hmm. And I really had to seek out good influences, you know, and like with doing online school, I had a really, really big, um, like, I guess friend group online because some of those people just had similar, like, you know, situations as me, they were homeschooled, they played other sports, but they were like good Christian guys. Yeah, for sure. But also, you know, you have to seek that out outside of school, outside of sports, mm-hmm. like mentors, you know, in the church, like youth pastors and um, just, you know, older men that really spoke into me, played a huge like role in my development growing up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of wondering, because thinking back to my experience um, being in a Christian environment, um, I noticed that there was kind of this this group kind of um i don't know lukewarmness you could say mm-hmm. where it was kind of like oh you know i'm i'm at a christian high school and i'm in bible classes and that's pretty much good enough right there was kind of this like because like everybody hated chapel yeah. right it's like it's required you know and i don't want to be here yeah and <clears throat> you know like for me i noticed that it was like I didn't want to bring up spiritual topics with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, because it's almost like everybody's like, yeah, we know, you know, like it's it's OK. Like, let's not I don't want to talk about it anymore. You know, I'm already having to study it in Bible. You know, like yeah, I don't. For sure. It was like this. like, And group. you can even see that at CCU, too. Yeah. Not yeah. as much, but I bet you you can still see it. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. And um, I don't know. Did you guys feel like it was easier to be 
I guess, less lukewarm in, in a secular environment? Or do you think you still had the same troubles there? Oh, I definitely had the same troubles. I think it was extremely hard to be okay. a Christian. And I, okay. I, I think up until senior year, I really was lukewarm. Mm-hmm. I was really lukewarm and in front of those people. But then I go to church on Wednesday nights and youth group and stuff. And I'd feel on fire for Jesus every other time. And then I would be involved with those people and i start acting like them. Mm-hmm. Um, especially during football season, it was, a, it was a constant struggle to be like, oh, this is not okay. Not okay. Um, but hanging around those people for four hours a night, it was hard. Hard. Yeah, I mean, I had, I had like a, a slightly similar experience with my friend who I actually led Bible studies with. And it was like this kind of weird thing where um, he had a super dark humor and it kind yeah. of brought out the dark humor in me. And, um, we would joke about like crazy stuff, you know, and, and it, like, it's just like one of those things where, um, like we would in our own time, we would kind of have our own like secular ways of, of acting and talking. And then we do Bible studies and it is like, oh yeah, you know, we want to like understand what's happening in the Bible and we want to like really truly be um, acting upon the truths of God. Um, but it was like this kind of two faced thing where it was almost like, because we were at a Christian high school and because we were doing this Bible study, um, and we felt like we were wanting to know the Bible more than other people, that it was okay for us to kind of go back in our free time and, and act the way and and talk the way we did, you know? Mm Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's kind of a similarity. Like that happens even in, that Christian environment, you know? And Jacob, I would almost say like, even at CCU and different Christian colleges, like it's almost easier. It's, it's easy in one way. It's hard in another, right? Like it's easy because people aren't going to make fun of you if you're a Christian. Cause everyone here yeah, says they're a Christian, yeah, yeah. but that's the thing is they say they're a Christian, right? And it's one thing to say you're a Christian. It's another to live it. And we've all seen not naming names, but we've all seen people here and at other schools that, say they're Christian and they lead a totally double standard mm-hmm. lifestyle. Yeah. Right. And I know that's something that like we as a friend group struggle with sometimes, you know, it's like, it's so easy to kind of, um, kind of rely on the grace of God. Right. And just like expect everything that we do to be okay. Um, and you know, we're here at CCU, you know, we're, we call ourselves Christians. And I think that's, it's a struggle for, a lot of people and even mm-hmm. us. And I, I, I just want to bring that up because I don't want to like sit here and, and talk as if like we're, per, you know, perfect people. Cause we're nah. not. You yeah. Know. I mean, our friend group, I mean, it's just you. I mean, even just us three, we, you know, sometimes go too far in joking and stuff like that. And yeah, it's like, it's yeah. not okay. It's, 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 it's a secular thing. And, um, it's a constant struggle always. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, do you want to say something? Oh, yeah, real quick. Um, Joel and I were actually like, talking about this earlier today, but um, I was just explaining to him how it's been like hard to fit in extra time, you know, to like read the word and pray more, you know, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I, in my mind, subconsciously, I justify by saying, oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to chapel later today. So yeah, there's my time yeah. with God, right? And you're going to church on I'm Sunday. I'm going to church on Sunday. Know? There's my time with God. Yeah, yeah. But, um, or like not even fitting enough time in, right? And you, or say like you go through a chapter in the Bible, you just like skim through it. You're like, okay, I gotta get through this chapter, but that's not what 
reading the word should be about. Right. And right. You're not you're not sitting and meditating on it and, and praying that you right. You know, you're understanding it. Like so. it's it's hard when you in one sense to when you go to a Christian college to like justify oh yeah not fitting it in yeah. because you already get in your classes too like we have old yeah, testament we're classes required and, to take new testament and old testament you yeah. know and intro to theology and that kind of stuff um all of which require you to to read the bible and to mm-hmm. kind of study it more but it's it's kind of easy to take that and go okay well now you know that's like that's my spiritual time you know that's yeah. my time with god even though like it's it's amazing to study scripture right mm-hmm. and i feel like all of us should spend a good amount of time just studying the word um but it's it's important to have that that own personal time too you know um aside from that and it's so easy to just justify that right it's like oh we have we have classes we have chapel we have church and you know i don't have time right now because of all these classes so i'm good you know and it's also easy in one way to um read like this might sound kind of weird but I feel like me personally, I read the Bible differently when it's a homework assignment than when it's oh, quiet sure. time on for my sure. own, you know? T- totally. I mean, I was reading the New Testament for the, like two months and I was skimming through it and I would get like seven out of tens, eight out of tens, right? And I was like, okay, this is stupid because I'm just skimming through the Bible. So I started reading the assigned verses and assigned chapters and I was starting to get 10 out of tens. And it's like, if I really take the time, which I do have the time to focus on God's word and realize this is not just an assignment. It's going to help me grow. It it goes a lot better. Yeah. And I think too, um, I know this is with myself, but it was so easy, especially in like new Testament, um, to, um, you know, we talk about like ways of understanding, you know, context and, Mm -hmm. and meaning and all that kind of stuff in the new Testament. Um, and I found it super easy to like, just read, just, just straight through, read the Bible, not think about anything. And then go into class and be like, oh, my God, this is so interesting because these are things that, like, are going to lock, like, unlock this extra new meaning in the Bible. But I wouldn't actually use those things that I'm learning to then read the Bible when (laughs) I'm doing on my own, you know. And it's like, um, I think there's kind of a a nuance there where you kind of have to, like, like, yeah, you're taking that class for a reason, you know. Like, um, it's important to, like, actually, and you're not just going for a grade in something like New Testament, you know. You're, You're going to... You're, you're learning because you want to learn and because it's going to help you understand the Bible better, you know? Yeah. And so I think it's, it's just so easy to kind of, you know, forget your own personal time, but also not even like, like think to use the skills that you're learning in those classes and apply them to, to your own personal relationship with Jesus and, and your reading of the Bible, you know? Totally. That's, I mean, that basically sums up college right now yeah no yeah. seriously yeah it does that's a that's a good representation right there yeah yeah and i'm sure everybody listening to this podcast is going like yep that sounds right Me too you know? yeah. yeah hopefully um yeah i mean good for you but, if, if you are are doing it right you know definitely yeah, but i good. do i do want to say i don't really think there's a right or wrong answer like for your schooling experience like, I, I do think public school is very beneficial to me. I do think there are issues with public school. It's very one-sided in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just the way I had to do I had to go to public school. I mean, I grew up in a single-mom home, so I had to. Um, and I don't think I, – I still got an education. I think I do think that there's problems with the public school, um, especially the teaching content because I didn't get as much content as I think some of the, my other peers do mm-hmm. or had did. Um but I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, I guess. Um, but 
I do think there's a lot of benefits to go to a private Christian college or a private Christian high school because you're going to get a quality education and you're also going to get an education that's not really swayed. Yeah. 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 And <clears throat> I don't know. One of the biggest things for me was like the, uh, oh my God, that, that car was loud. Holy that was holy. a car outside. Yeah, what yeah. the heck? Um, yeah, I think the ability to talk to my teachers, um, I met with, um, Pastor Steven, who was my Bible teacher for junior and senior year, I met with him multiple times and just worked through ideas with him, you know, sat down and, and went like, here are these questions that I have. Like, this is not making sense to me. You know, um, I don't understand how this thing connects with what I'm being taught, you know, in the Bible. And um, I was able to like talk with teachers and and hear their own personal wisdom on things that like pertain to, to my struggles, you know. Um, and it, it allowed me, like, it gave me the ability to kind of ask questions and to question my faith, but in a way that's, that was encouraging and actually strengthened, um, my faith as well. So I, I definitely like, I do appreciate the, um, the, the private Christian high school experience, um, especially in, in that, like super, super important age range where you're kind of figuring out who you are and um, kind of starting the basis of, you know, figuring out what you believe, you know, so. Totally. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Good thoughts. Um, really good thoughts. So. Yeah. Um, uh, you guys have any other things you want to kind of discuss here? Yeah. Um, and kind of wrap it up. I have some other questions that we could talk about too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, go um, for it. Shoot one. Yeah. So I was kind of wondering. I had a, a very um, one-sided experience with learning how other people acted, and and thought and believed, um, and you know, as a as a Christian, I think having that private Christian high school experience was awesome, right? Because it gave me a lot of room to grow. Um, but I have a harder time connecting with people in secular culture and understanding, you know? And so like, I don't know, Joel, if you have any thoughts about like, you know, like you were in that, that experience, like, you know, firsthand. So, yeah, I don't think I have an easier time connecting. Okay. okay. I guess I understand it a little more because, because I've been around it. Um, there was a lot of stuff. So, there's an example of someone who came back from Christmas break and they transitioned to another gender. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I did not connect at all. I'll be real with you. I was never, I was never mean, but I, I didn't connect with them. Um, that's not something I believe in. I believe you're, I, I truly believe that God did not make a mistake. And, um, but I don't think I really, I understand it a little more. I understand why people do it. Um, because it's so easy. And it's not even just like the gay stuff or whatever. It's, it's drinking and drugs and um, hooking up with people. Um, mm-hmm. I get it. I get why people do that because it's so easy. Like, what else do you have to rely on? Mm-hmm. If there's, if you have no ground or no basis of morality or what you're doing for the situation, then you're never gonna be, you're never gonna be happy. First of all, and you're never gonna be. Um, striving to be better. It's always just about what can you do to please yourself. Yeah, it's all um, about kind so of yeah. immediate pleasure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, Bouncing off of what Joel said, I want to say like it astounds me at how many people culturally just don't ask themselves why, right? Like why am I doing this? Why am I sleeping with this 
person? Why am I taking these drugs? Um, I mean, if you were to ask them why, I'm I'm sure they would just tell you like, oh, because it's like it's what you do. But I mean, it's like Joel said, it's for pleasure, right? Immediate pleasure. And they don't have any basis of morale or a foundation of purity to like, um, I guess, compare with. And, and in reality, like, why wouldn't someone do all the stuff to pleasure themselves? You're never going to be full with it. Like, you always will feel empty. Like, you always want more. But, like, why else, why else if you didn't believe in God, why would, yeah, you, why why would you, you follow? Why would you say that you can't be gay or you can't change your gender? Like, why, why else? What, what, what's the basis for it? There's, I mean, it makes sense to me if I don't believe in God to just say I can do whatever I want. Yeah, why wouldn't you, like, just enjoy the pleasures yeah, that— it's like indulgence. That, yeah, indulgence. I mean— if you don't have a reason not to, yeah. why wouldn't you, you yeah. know? Um, and it's people's, yeah. yeah like, and like, it sounds ridiculous saying this out loud, but it's true. It, you know, there's people that they wake up one day and they think, oh, you know what? Zebras are cool. I'm going to be one. And like, like it's just, it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. And it's sad because yeah. they don't, and then they become like an animal or whatever. And then they're th- something else the next day. But like they just don't see the value in who they were created to be. Right. 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 And it's tragic, but like, yeah, for sure. Our culture's lost a lot of that like basis. Of no, it has. Yeah. There's <clears throat> kind of this, this push to, um, make truth relative, right. Mm-hmm. Subjective. Totally. Um, and it's, it does. That's, that's what happens is everybody has, Everybody does what is right in their own eyes, right? Which is something that comes up over and over and over again in, in the Old Testament. Um, and that's happening right now, you know. Um, everybody has their own idea of what good and bad are, um, what's what's good and what's evil. Um, and, yeah, it's, um, I mean, what would you expect if, if you relativize truth? Uh, what do you expect? to have you know there's there's no basis for what's how you're supposed to act you know how you're supposed to live um yeah no one makes sense like in romans it says in romans seven fifteen, it says for i do not understand my own actions for i do not do what i want but i do the very thing i hate now if i do what i do not want i agree with the law that it is good so now it is no longer i who do it but sin that dwells within me and it's like, that is the constant struggle that I felt with in high school, where it was like a lot of the stuff I did, where it was like fall into the secular culture, where it was like, I didn't want to do that, but I did it because it was my sin nature. I mean, I mean, we can, we can all agree that we all have a sin nature from, from, from the beginning. I mean, if you don't believe in that, well, then that's not really, that's not, then you're not a Christian. Then I mean, if you don't, prideful. Be, yeah, or you're a Mormon, I'll be real with you. Sorry, I hate, I hate to wait on the Mormons. Um, but in reality, if you don't believe that you're originally sinful, you're never going to want to do good. Um, You'll never correct it. Yeah. And, and or... the sin is the act of doing something that we shouldn't do. And it's like, I did what I do not want to do. Um, and that kind of describes high school, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah, it's kind of... <clears throat> I tend to view humanity as we're inherently sinful but we also have an inherent morality built into us we kind of have a sense of um natural kind of right or wrong but 
we have in such an easy tendency to not pay attention to that, you know? Um, and I think, I think with the kind of culture that we're in, um, we're kind of getting rid of that, that like any sense that we have of, of morality and saying whatever you want to do, whatever you feel like doing in the moment, that's right. And it's kind of led to a difficulty with, with correcting people. Right. Uh, because if, if, everybody's right then you know everybody's wrong too and i i have no i have no right to tell you what to do or tell you you know talk to you if i think you're doing something that you shouldn't you know um and i i see that in christianity a lot too even you know like Mm -hmm. even with with us and, and friends it's hard to like if you have a conviction about something that's going on how hard is it to freaking talk to people you know and and bring that up and, and actually be honest about that um which is kind of a it's definitely a struggle um Stedman yeah. I have a question yeah, yeah yeah shoot so obviously you went to online school right uh-huh. but you had a friend group in your town right um were most of those friends Christian or were they like pretty secular yeah so um mix of both to okay. be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I had a lot of secular friends, um, from, you know, like sports teams that I played on and I say friends cause I got along with them fine, but like, and they always tried to include me in what they were doing and invite me to stuff, but I never said yes. Cause I knew whatever they were inviting me to was not going to be good mm-hmm. or like put me in a good situation. Um, but I was very blessed to grow up around, uh, other families that like my parents knew well, and it was like their kids that, you know, I grew up with, like, um, had that foundation, which was really good. Um, and there's a couple super close friends, um, to that really stayed with me, um, throughout my years. And mm-hmm. we were able to kind of sharpen each other and, um, you know, iron sharpens iron, uh, that was the verse of the day yesterday. Oh yeah, in the Bible app. <laughs> At least my Bibles. Bible app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, no, so that was that was a blessing. I had a little bit of both, but I definitely tried to surround myself more with uh, godly influences, just because mm-hmm. I knew more even as I got older, just the, um, the significance of how that would impact me and my development, um, and so very thankful for that. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'm just curious <clears throat> kind of what, what that friend dynamic looked like. Because um, I, I, all my friends were from school, um, which means that all of them were Christian, you know, or at least at the very least said they were Christian, mm-hmm. you know. Totally. Um, yeah. We all went to the same, we all had the same church experience, you know, the same background. Um, and um, it just... For me, I I didn't grow up with with a big secular um, influence, and so it's just interesting hearing your guys's kind of perspectives on things and how that's kind of like impacted you. And it sounds like it just kind of forced you guys to to make that decision for yourself to that that you were gonna make the choice to to pursue God over mm-hmm. um, the world, you know. And it was really hard. It came with a lot of struggles too, but it was really, really hard. And but I'm grateful for all the struggles I went through in high school. 
I can't say anything other than that was just like the Holy Spirit in me, you know, mm-hmm. and my parents too. I just had like the best parents in the world. Yeah. And, uh, he really does. His parents yeah. are pretty cool. They are. Yes, they are. I'm super blessed to have them and they poured like so much into me growing up and just, you know, I think that was a big like thing that steered me and I also just didn't want to disappoint them, you know, and I knew if no, I, for sure, if for I, sure. if I took the other path that like everybody wanted me to take at this, you know, at the public school and everything, I would absolutely disappoint them. You know, I didn't want to do that. And so initially that was what deterred me. And, you know, the, depo- the or excuse me, the disappointment of my other friends too. But, um, you know, it's really just the Holy Spirit that like guides you. And I don't think that nobody can like make yourself you can't like make yourself want to pursue the lord right like you can but i think it's really like him that like stirs your heart and creates that desire within us yeah yeah it's um yeah i'd agree um it's a really a really tough thing to make an intellectual decision to be christian you know to to pursue god over the world um, because it, it doesn't necessarily fit in with, with what we would, you know, say is, is, um, intellectually, you know, correct or, or even, um, I don't know, beneficial, you know, although, I mean, there are, there are are a lot of just natural benefits to being part of a religion, but it's, it's really, um, well, it's something that the Holy Spirit has to do, is what I'm saying. Totally, the Holy Spirit has to. I mean, Christianity is not very appealing if you th- if you look at it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It says deny yourself, take up your cross mm-hmm. daily. Yeah, that is not appealing at all. Yeah, and I and I and, and and I do understand why people don't want to become Christians. Yeah, yeah, because Christians are are hypocritical, and it's also very hard to take up your cross and follow Christ every single day. It is. Yeah. 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 Because you're dying to self. You have like you're sacrificing everything that. It's yeah, not, you know, like it sounds good to do all this other stuff, right? But like, the Bible just teaches you to have a selfless attitude and a humble heart, and yeah, a lot of people don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're myself included up. sometimes. Oh, for <laughs> sure. I, yeah, me too. I'm me not. Too, I'm not sure. at all saying like any of us are above that. Like, no, I'm just as much like, you know, prone to be prideful and selfish. But yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah. Praise the Holy Spirit. Yep. <laughs> that we're all here. Praise God. Praise God. And uh, we got each other to hold each other accountable. So yeah, it's good. Totally, stuff. it's good stuff. Yep. Good yes, stuff. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, well, I think I think that's. All I think that we, wraps it up. Yeah, I think it's gonna cover it up. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. we're good. <laughs> no, we're good. Joel's doing the hand motions over here. I'm like, no, what no. Are you I, talking was, about? I was saying, giving a thumbs up, like we're good. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Um, thank you guys for, uh, listening to our podcast and, uh, we're going to try to keep these consistent from, from now on. So until the, at least until Until the end end of the the school year, year, and then we'll pick it up probably in the fall. Um, hopefully y'all will stick around and, uh, continue to listen to us in the fall. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make a, we'll make uh, at least, you know, four or five more before the end of school year. So yeah, yeah. We're getting close here to the end, but we're definitely going to make the most of our time. Yeah. Don't forget about us. Come back next fall too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time on In the Harbor Podcast. Thanks guys. <laughs>